To the Pop Culture Federation podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So today we just got back from watching Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, and wanted to give a fresh take. This is my fourth time seeing it. Jesus Christ. Matthew's second and Ronald's. This is my second time seeing it, Mike. That's not enough times, gentlemen. Okay, first off, I want to congratulate Ron for finally making it to the Matt Cave. Leaving his undisclosed location. I am physically here! Yes! He is here. It's true. It's pretty impressive. I'm very... We had our traditional pre-podcast meal together. Yes. He graced us with his presence. It was a good time. I nearly fell asleep in the theater. I guess we're gonna talk about that. Yes. You almost thored it. (laughs) You guys are being really mean. About what? We haven't even talked about the movie yet. I know, but you're gonna be mean. So like you're gonna be mean because the internet and the rest of the world's being mean, so you're gonna jump on that bandwagon without having an opinion of your own. Mm, yes. No. Okay. You know, this whole time so Mike was trying to talk to me about the movie, and I'm like, save it for the pod. Time. Okay. I'm just gonna say this is a spoiler-filled episode. So if you have not watched Rise of Skywalker, one, what's wrong with you? It's been out for over a week, and two, go watch it because it's fantastic. Do you want to just give a quick spoiler-free review, and then we'll just get into it? Spoiler-free? Yeah, just be like, what we thought about it. I got just it. for the people who haven't seen it. Watch Return of the Jedi, and just swap the old characters with the new ones, and there you go. Well, let's just give a review, like, and then we'll get into this. As is your specialty, go. So, well, what did what did each of you think, and then I'll just say what I thought. My spoiler-free review was, I thought... It was okay. It had some moments that were kind of like, mm, that's a bit fan servicey. But overall, I thought I thought I thought it was all right. Letter grade. Oh God. Remember, um, there's no minuses, only pluses and regulars. This is mm. college course. Remember. Yeah. God, I really want to go with a B minus, but in that case, if I can't, I'm probably going to get it a C plus. Wow. Mike. I am going to give it. Man, I swear to God, if the next word's out of your mouth. B plus. Okay. B plus. High high B plus. Okay. Like an 89, yeah. It would have been an A minus. I think you saying that you've seen it four times already shows how you feel about the movie Mm -hmm. as well. What's yours? Okay. So um, I will give it a... I was also going to say a B minus, but I'll give it a B. When I first... The first time I saw it, I was more down on it. And then when I saw it again for the second time, I liked the stuff that I liked... And the stuff that I didn't like, I kind of got over because it was after the initial reaction. And I'm still not to terms with some of it, but I'm willing to move on from it. I loved it after my first show. You need need to have a healthy relationship. You need to move on from toxic things in your life, right? (laughs) Matt, that's kind of funny because the first time I saw it, I probably would have given it a better grade than I did. Seeing it the second time actually lowered it for me. I didn't like it as much the second time around. Did you not? Did you did you skip Last Jedi? That piece of garbage of a film. Like, did you watch that? I loved Last Jedi. I didn't like Last Jedi. Thank you, but what what but that 
is like Attack of the Clones level bad. Nah. No, absolutely no. not. Okay, so let's. It, it's uh, bad for a different reason. All right. Attack of the Clones is just camp. That one was. We just are gonna incoherent. do. We are gonna do an episode on each trilogy, and then the like a fourth one on I guess the uh, random stuff like the, like the uh, Mandalorian, the Rogue One, and uh, Solo. And you cannot forget the animated movie. It is right. canon. Clone Wars. Technically, yes. I didn't watch all of Clone Wars and Rebels yet, so I can't speak to the whole thing. Mm. Then right. we should be real ballers and do the books. <sighs> Reading is not my forte. Why Why read a book when you could just watch episode 9? That's <laughs> a mid-90s EU book. So, so let's get into the spoilers now, shall we? From henceforth, these shall be spoilers. If you want to leave, please don't. Um, but yeah, if you want to stick around... Let's talk about it. Okay. It starts out with a bang. And the two <laughs> questions I had going into this movie were, one of them was answered within the first ten minutes. Not even. First five. The two questions were, who's raised parents, really? And two, what was the deal with Snoke? The Snoke question was answered in the first five minutes. It's a jar. He's my a dude, jar full of Snoke's. He's a jar. <laughs> my dude. <laughs> he's a science experiment. My dude was a clone. or Or some kind of experiment but he was in the beginning when kylo ren gets to the sith base he sees them working on it and he's they got the the snoke heads and body parts in the jar pickled snoke (laughs) yeah that's what it looked Mm. like so all right we know right off the bat and then palpatine goes i was snoke the whole time so he was behind it i think it was a failed clone they'll probably address it in the comics or the books sure but they didn't address it in the movie which is um yes they did I'm there to watch the movie. Just tell me about it. Then, okay, no, no. Go go on, and I'll tell you about my complaints later. I'm just saying, okay. Let well, Mike finish, and then we'll... That was the beginning. So I was like, okay, cool. He's a, he's a clone, failed clone. That's why he's all scarred up. They tried to make him look like Palpatine. I guess they couldn't, because dark side magic wasn't harnessed. <laughs> when he was grown in the tube, his face <laughs> hit, the, hit the glass. And then kind of like, oh no, what have we done? <laughs> I still would have liked to have, to have been Ezra. From Rebels, but you know that's. I guess that might have been that what was, you ever heard oh. that theory that Snoke was Ezra. Yeah, that's bad theory. Why? Especially because been... Rebels are in the whole fleet at the end. The ships in the fleet in the end. Right, but I mean, it would have been. Well, we don't know who who's alive from Rebels that's at true. the end. We only know Ahsoka isn't because you hear her voice at the end. Mm-hmm. My favorite Snoke theory was the one that uh, it was the youngling, like the first youngling that uh, Anakin killed. The one that like confronts him and then like takes the step Master back. Skywalker. <laughs> Master Skywalker, <laughs> Skywalker, what do we do? Wow, that would have been epic. Yeah, that would have been fucking awesome if that was the case. <laughs> that would have been so lame. <laughs> no way. I would have loved that. It's so stupid. It would have been. I know. Fantastic. That's what a lot of the fan theories are. It's just. Stupid. The problem with fan theories... No, actually, I'll, I'll save that rant. So, but go ahead. you see Palpatine, mm-hmm. and he has interaction with Kylo Ren, and then we're like, all right, Palpatine's alive, he's there, awesome, and then it... So, do you want me to just go through the whole movie, or do you want to break it up by piece? Piece by piece. Okay, so clearly you have complaints about this first part. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just thought it was weird that in, like, the first two sentences, like, the the opening crawl was like, hey, this guy who we were positive is dead is now back, and Kylo Ren is searching for him, and, like, all this, which basically should have been, like, a, a movie unto itself. The, the, like, I've heard it been described 
as like this is a, a sequel to a movie that doesn't exist and like episode eight should have dealt with hey so there's a good chance that palpatine's back and then this movie should have been like oh yeah well he's definitely back and yeah, yeah. what if they addressed it in a show like the mandalorian See, but that, that's why I... The Mandalorian isn't on the timeline. No, no, I'm saying like The Mandalorian, a show on Disney Plus oh. about somebody in the I resistance. think it would have I, rather made more sense if it was an eight. I, which I, is I a big problem with my the movie for me is like, this movie just, it doesn't completely ignore eight, but definitely seems like it was written by a different person they and, had to oh absolutely but they yeah. had to make because it was they had to make up i know but that shouldn't the be fact, a thing they had to redo everything they could about eight to make nine really all that's really out there is seven and nine but you but you don't see a problem with that i do and it's with i guess who's running the show yeah hiring ryan johnson and he ryan. says ryan yeah. ryan ryan johnson and him saying that you shouldn't cater to fans shouldn't have fan service and People care too much about this. And it's like, my dude, nobody likes your other movies. Except Knives Out now. Congratulations, you got one. Everybody gets one. Mm. And he gets his own trilogy. Why? Why are you going to give this man... At least the Game of Thrones guys had eight... Eight and a half, seven and a half seasons of of something that was great. And they just messed it up at the end. So have JJ come in and fix that at the end, too. And have them do the rest. Do you mind if I address a couple things right there? First of all, Game of Thrones, the first four to five seasons were great simply because they had source material to look at. So, and like once they ran out of source material, I was a big fan of that show. That show went downhill rather quickly because they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't have like, they didn't have the reference to look at the books and be like, oh, what did, what did RR do? And then the, the thing with The Last Jedi, it, if it wasn't following the episodic like Skywalker trilogy, the Last Jedi actually might have been a good film, but when you're, you're trying to tell like a story over three films, and the second film in that trilogy is like screw everything that the last movie just said, where can you go for that? And that was the biggest problem for Nine with me. Is it's just like oh everything we told you to like screw off. Oh, that's actually important. So it's like Kathleen Kennedy clearly had zero idea at the beginning of where we're going to go with this they were just winging it and for something that's important to the fans as star wars is possibly the most important geekdom thing you can't do that why don't you explain who kathleen kennedy is kathleen kennedy uh was hired by disney to oversee the star wars universe and she's like the future best friend kevin feige yeah she's star wars she's the kevin feige of star wars but the thing is how many movies have they had since she's taken over Five? Five. And how many of those have had the writers and directors fired? Even mid-production. How many? So you had, uh, what's called Rogue One. They they told the director, like, buzz off. They they fired the, the directors for Solo. They fired the directors for Episode Nine, Colin Trevorrow, before he could even start filming. Like, like what is what And is Ryan happening? Johnson, because Ryan Johnson was originally supposed to do Nine also. Yeah, exactly. So... Clearly, Kathleen Kennedy, like this movie cemented for me that Kathleen Kennedy has no idea what to do because she was like, oh, well, we'll go in a different direction for eight. Well, that didn't work. Well, we'll completely like redo things and make sure that, you know, eight doesn't matter. And it's only seven and the original trilogy that like we care about. I think it's partially she doesn't have an idea of what she's doing. But I also think a part of it is is that she just doesn't care about the source material. Or at least just as much as like someone like Kevin Feige cares about Marvel, because 
he tried to do as much as he can to keep that engine going. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how, like, during... By the end of the second phase, it was... Marvel movies were kind of sputtering. So he got rid of Whedon and got, like, some people like the Russo brothers to continue that... To continue on. And then look what they got. They got... We got all of the movies in three and four, in phase three. Phase three is probably their best phase. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a renaissance for them. Yeah. And I feel like just there's a, almost a state of chaos with all the Star Wars movies because, like, they're churning them out every year. But at the same time, like you said, there's just all these changes going on, and they don't have a single person for a for a movie. Like they're having four people write a script for a movie, and it's just and it shows. I, I don't think. I think where Marvel differed was Marvel was the Marvel movies were created by fans of the product. And I think other than JJ, everybody else who did Star Wars wasn't a fan of the product. I think people in charge aren't fans. Like I'm saying like real fans. Whereas Joss Whedon was the Rousseau, like all these people were, Mm -hmm. they were fans of the product. You had, uh, not advice, but like, input from people at marvel who do the comics who are all fans everybody who writes in comics for the most part grew up lifelong fans and star wars didn't have that but you do have source material all the all the eu legends books a a friend of mine made a really good comment about that and it seems like a lot of people who are working on the star wars movies now are fans who grew up with the movies they are fans of like the Skywalker saga. They are not fans of the EU. Whereas like someone like John Favreau, the the people who made like Clone Wars and Rebels, they are people who care deeply about the EU. So that's why like all those shows, they seem really good because the people really care about that stuff. Whereas like JJ Abrams really only cares about the movies. Now that's just my theory on it. Well, it's my friend's theory, but I really like that theory as well. And you can kind of tell in 9, where it's, it's, even in 7, where, I mean, like, 7 is pretty much an homage to A New Hope. Wasn't J.J. the fra- fan, a Star Wars fan, he wanted to do Star Wars originally, but then settled on Star Trek? Yeah, but then he ended up doing Star Wars. Right, but nobody, but when Star Trek came out, nobody, it was still owned by Lucas, and it wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah, but I, I think the the thing is, it was always going to be a thing that Lucas did. Like, I don't think he was going to hire any outside directors. I also think... It doesn't help that George Lucas is still kind of jaded that he's not working on this sort of stuff anymore. Well, he said I mean, that that was the most painful he, thing. Yeah. He made it. It's his. Oh, no. At the end of the day, it's I'm his not saying baby. he doesn't have a right to be upset about it, but, like, if you want your baby to succeed, you're kind of going to need, like... Input into raising your child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, And I think that's partially, like, him just being, like, screw off, and it's partially Disney not, like, reaching out and being like, hey, it'd be really cool if you can... You know, just sit in in a writer's meeting and just be like, what do you think? Because I, I think that that sort of care could go a long way. I think the George Lucas uh, dynamic would have been equate to wrestling with Vince McMahon and Vince Rousseau. Vince Rousseau had all these great ideas, and then he didn't have anybody to keep him in check, like McMahon. I think Lucas had all these great ideas. He let other people direct Empire, Empire uh, and Return. And return. But he still, you know, create. I mean, the first one was the first one, and it was. I don't. Nobody ever predicted it was going to be this big thing. And then for the other ones, he didn't have anybody to keep him in check. But 
Like, all the ideas and all the stuff that happened were good ideas. It was just poorly executed. For the original... For, for the, we'll, we'll go into it in more detail, but the, I'm talking about the prequel. Yeah. We yeah. should really get back on track with episode nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, is there any other thoughts within, like, the kind of the first act? Because I have one. Uh, I have one final one, but if you guys want to talk about some other stuff on your mind. I think it was very clear in the first act that Poe wasn't going to have an arc because kind of in in eight he really didn't have an arc and seven his arc was like i'm a stormtrooper and now i'm not and you mean finn sorry sorry finn finn and um and now well even at that like poe poe really doesn't have have an arc in in nine either and you could kind of see from the start it's just like oh well we just need to get out there and defeat palpatine there's no like overarching it's just you know go Paul was as, as if Wedge and Tilly's had a character. And I think these... None of them, 7, 8, or 9, gave anybody any character development except for Ray, Kylo. And Kylo, yeah. And Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, I meant the main, main three. But, yeah, Ray and Kylo Ren. You see her from... And her arc really, like, eclipses here. And same with Adam Driver. I think the movie, more so Adam Driver, was about him coming into fruition with this like they, it was supposed to be about ray let me jump ahead a little bit but it is a skywalker trilogy after all it is but i don't know about the first act where would you say the first act ended like what part uh probably probably end of the first act for me is uh probably after they find the dagger yeah so okay i have a problem with the dagger okay. this is like my main problem with the movie <laughs> You want me to say or you want to go? No, no, go ahead. I had to watch it again. After, like, I think it was the third time. You had to watch it three more times. Right. <laughs> the third time was when it really like clicked. It was like, okay, the dagger was made, whoever made it, made it after Endor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I know they gave some kind of coordinates on the dagger where to go. Okay. But you had to stand on that exact spot. Look for that exact, like, it's just, piece of record. I mean, like... It's just like a treasure map. I know, yeah. but it's just... I, I, they didn't really, like... That part, that I feel like, wasn't explained well. Suspension of disbelief. I know. <laughs> but the dagger part bothered me, and then it really didn't have any significance. If it would have been, like, ended up being, like, the hilt would have been Palpatine's lightsaber or Vader's or something... Sure, but otherwise it's just okay. This word's got to go, and it killed my parents. I guess it killed their parents. Yeah, yeah, pretty significant. Um, and then it's just where does it go? What happened to it? What happened to what? The dagger. They just chucked it on the ground. They didn't need it anymore. All right. So my main thing with the first act of the movie is that I it is at a breakneck speed. Oh my god! This, if you mind, if I can like interject for one second. That breakneck speed went faster than Gwen Stacy's neck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're a bad person. That's, that's, that's a good one, Rob. Um, but yeah, like, it is, it's edited super quick. It has super fast cuts. Everybody's dialogue is like, we gotta go, we gotta go. Where are we going? We're going that way. Let's well, they, go. They were on a time limit. I know, but like, that one didn't really feel like a Star Wars movie. It felt like a Fast and Furious movie where like, <laughs> even like, the hyperspace jumping like even the it's like them drifting around and trying to get away which also the coolest part one of the 
coolest things for me is they just didn't even tell you that TIE fighters can now jump into light speed. They kind of just were like, yeah, everybody can do it now. And I'm just like... The audience will figure it out. Yeah, I was just like, that's so cool! (laughs) Hyperdrive engines are cheap now. I know. Well, when you have the budget, like the First Order, like... (laughs) I mean, um, the Empire had a bigger budget and they couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, they... I guess that's why it always broke. Like, the Millennium Falcon's hyperdrive always broke because it was hyperdrive was so expensive. Well, nerd alert. They didn't really... They cared more about producing ties faster, getting them out, so they didn't really care about, like, shields or, like, hyperdrives. All they cared about was just, like, pumping them out of factories. Quantity over quality. Yeah. Yeah, So that's why they have so many fighters but like tie fighters all they're good for is just fast and but they don't have no shields they have no protection they're pretty much just like screaming metal death traps anyway nerd alert over so like a teenager in a car (laughs) yeah pretty much where is i going with that but yeah i didn't really like the first act because it felt like a really conscious decision of the directors and the writers to just be like we gotta start this movie off fast so people so we can catch up like exposition that you know could have been in the last movie if we wrote it but like we're got like we got to do this really fast just so we can like get into the meat and potatoes of nine because the last movie we're kind of just throwing off in a corner and doing our own thing 100 percent. that's my thing the the scene where they fall into the um <clears throat> quicksand <clears throat> um that like whole like chase could have been a little bit faster <clears throat> or not, it's not necessary but i think they wasted too much time there where they could have focused on other things <laughs> they could fly now <laughs> they could fly now <laughs> that, that whole thing wasn't necessary and then them like falling into the quicksand and then the the quick cut oh can i just say one of the things that really threw me off about especially the first half was leia because it was very very obvious that they were like cgi pasting her into things and, like, you know, using leftover dialogue. Like, it was extremely obvious that she wasn't, like, quote-unquote, there. And it really threw me off. But they didn't edit her face. No, but, like, you could just tell, like, something was Oh, she didn't match with the background well. No. No. And, and like, the, the whole thing is, like, after they, they fall through the quicksand, there's that, like, quick, like, five-second scene where it's, like, her, Rose, and then Fat Pilot... And Fat Pilot's like, well, it looks like we're screwed. And then Leia's Wedge's like... Wedge's Stepson. Yeah, Wedge's Stepson. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Wedge's Stepson, a.k.a. Fat Pilot... Pork and was just like, <laughs> Fat Pilot. A.k.a. Fat Pilot. <laughs> he was just like, hey, Leia, we're, we're screwed. And Leia's like, no, we're not. Unused dialogue. And then he's like, okay, we're not. And then they quickly just cut back to them coming through the quicksand. It's like, that's so... It made no sense. Well, I mean, going back to the quicksand scene... Her using the force heal on the monster, I guess, showed that her abilities have been enhanced and that she's more powerful in force than some of her predecessors. What I did, though, like that they did and they built on this from Last Jedi was how how close they are in the force, Kylo and Rey. Mm-hmm. Like, in the other... They're a- Dyad, what was that? Dyad, Dyad, yeah. In, in the first seven, they don't talk about that ever. Like you kind of in Empire a little bit when Luke finds out he's Vader's son, he like looks out and then you see a scene where Vader looks up and it's like okay maybe they had like that feeling. Um, and then other times I th- believe where somebody died, they like felt it like. 
but they they never really like went into this depth. And I guess because the emperor does say at the end, I haven't this hasn't been seen in generations. But I like how they built on that from the Last Jedi because that mm-hmm. was something good from the Last Jedi. I mean, the Force like being used as like a movie tool, you need to like let it grow and like you need to you need to let it do different things. I don't like these fans who are just like, oh well, the Force has never done this before, so therefore it can't do it. Like it needs to evolve. As the movies do, well, in my opinion, in the EU, the Force has healing powers. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. then, then but it's, it fits right in. But it's pretty much kind of like the Force will always be a tool where it'd be like, in a book, like you could do that with the Force. Yeah, no, you've yeah, been you able can. to do it, and you're kind of just like supposed to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, we'll stick it with nine. Yeah. Can, so, sorry. Can we just? My biggest question coming out of nine is, how would? Okay, if you're having sex in that like force thing, like, like could you do that? How would it be? Yes, I don't know. That's how I don't. Sidious implanted Shmi with Anakin. That that's how he got Captain Hook's right hand. Met him. That is <laughs> that is a, that is a <laughs> that is a theory. Yes, Shmi. <laughs> Is that, that his actual name? That's her name, yeah. Shmi. That's Anakin's mom's Shmi. name. <laughs> that's why... Um, that was why he says he hasn't seen that in a generation, because he did that. Supposedly. That's a theory, but it's not proven. Well, um, I think it's more of like the power of two is better than one thing mm-hmm. and all of that sort and like they have and like Ren and Rey have a very special connection within the Force. So the second act, I guess we're we're going to this. They, they get the dagger. See Lando. Oh, Lando. Lando. <laughs> he goes give Leia my love. Lando trying to mack it. Oh my god. Billy D, hundred years old. <laughs> he knows his buddy's his buddy's wife's her is a widow now. So it's like time for me to swoop in, baby. But she's like you should tell her yourself. He should have been like maybe I would. <laughs> Have some Colt 45s, you know. Can I just say, at the end of the movie, when he's sitting next to, I think her name is Jaina, or whoever her name is, and he's like, I'm from the, the Colt 45 system. Where are you from? She's like, I'm, I don't know where I'm from. And he's just like, you want to find out? I fully expected him to like whip out a Colt 45. Just be like, let's explore the galaxy together. That was weird. It yeah. was. But... The fight on the Death Star ruins. Oh, Emperor's Throne Room. Was there ever a door there in Jedi that they just happened to see? I always thought that. I just thought it was like an open space. And why would you put your stuff in the Death Star that's not built yet? Because he's chilling there. I guess he takes it with him. Yeah. That was a. I, I had that question too the first time I saw it. If that. you're going to oversee a project and you don't have like. Someone to like watch over your things, don't you? Just want to have them there as well. I mean, he has mm-hmm. treasure rooms throughout the galaxy. Yeah, like that's that is canon. Um, the games talk about those. Battlefront too, but weirdly I enough, mean, I guess if you need your your thing to find your planet, that's fine. Yeah, sure. But I was wondering if do the, I if the door take was a ever left there. at the nebula? <laughs> do I go through it? Damn God it! Damn it! I need my map. I wonder if the um. The, the door was ever there in Jedi. I have to go back and look. Yeah. But the... Um, Intern? The scene with Rey encountering... I guess it's like similar to Luke in the cave with her dark side self. Mm-hmm. That lightsaber that she has is kind of badass. It's very badass, yeah. yeah. 
And then when she like looks and like hisses at her with the Sith teeth and she gets all the Sith looking, yep. I was like, that's kind of cool. With you the original Sonic the Hedgehog teeth. <laughs> and then her fighting Kylo. What do you guys? Out the second what act. did you guys think of the lightsaber fight between them, both of them? Because there were two in this movie. They were both very beautifully choreographed. I, I kind of felt like it was something like back from like episode one or two, where it's just like they're just kind of doing them to do them. It didn't feel like there was like very much weight or emotion. Well, the, the one that they had when they were fighting on top of the Death Star remnants, like in the water, mm-hmm. that one felt like it had more emotion just because obviously spoilers uh, at the end, like, you know, Ray kills Kylo Ren. But yeah, yeah. The whole time I'm thinking, why are they even bothering fighting with lightsabers? Is she really going to try to kill him? And is he just defending himself? Sure. Or, like, what's the point? Like, when... Because her rage... She built he, up enough rage that she didn't, I, She was tired of hearing him... I guess, Try like, and persuade her to join, so... Well, the Emperor kept saying kill her, so... I guess... But then he really wanted her the whole time. Well, he knew the only way to get rid of the Emperor was together. So I think that Kylo during the whole, like, Kylo wanted Rey, has always wanted Rey to turn to the dark side, but so the two of them could work together to take over the galaxy. But what I'm saying is the Emperor said kill her, but at the end the Emperor really wanted her the whole time. Yeah, because he's pulling the strings. He knew exactly how to get her to get there, and that was by trying to convince Kylo Ren. I I guess I'm. Yeah, I mean. I'm not agreeing with it, but that's how the story is trying what it's trying to do i thought the fight i mean to go back to the fight the fight was cool the flips and stuff to show like force powers being used to like enhance your mobility that's something you only saw in games in eu it was cool to see that but then when she stabs kylo i didn't feel like it was his end so he kind of knew once she said the force heal on the monster it's like she's gonna do force heal. Well, that was a setup 100 yeah right it was the for the monster was foreshadowing and then okay force heal and then the scene with Solo. Oh, that's a teary one. With Han Solo, Han Solo comes back. It's hard to watch it through my tears. <laughs> I, I also want to know how much, like, how many truckloads of, like, how much money they needed to get him to come back. Well, apparently he had a lot of fun doing Seven, and he wanted to do it again. Really? But they couldn't because he was dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they do the same dialogue. Oh, when yeah. Han and Kylo are on the bridge in Seven, yeah. where Kylo ends up killing Solo. They do the same thing, and even to the point where Han puts his hand, hand and that's when Ben is finally born again. Which was a good way to show him going to the light side. Mm-hmm. And then Leia's, I guess, sacrifice was to kind of put that all into motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they weren't going to kill her, but they, I guess they did it in a tasteful way. Yeah. yeah. Unlike having her blow up in a spaceship. <laughs> they do a lot. That's another thing that I had a problem with this trilogy. They do a lot of, like, shocking deaths and then just be like, nah. Because they did it with Leia and Last Jedi and they did it with Chewie in 9 mm-hmm. it, with the transport ship. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, her using Sith Lightning was cool. Yeah. And it was cool. like, oh, wow, okay. Can, can I just say really quickly i did i never had a problem with leia using the force in episode eight because she's the daughter of luke skywalker 
Or sorry, the daughter of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I had zero problem. No, but like it just looked terrible. But yeah. EU, it did. But EU lore. So and even now in this lore. So in jumping to the last arc, uh, the last um, act. act, you Ray goes to the planet where she was with Luke in training. She burns Kylo's ship. Throw about the lightsaber. Luke Skywalker catches it as a Force ghost. And then he's like, what are you doing? And it was kind of like, all right, he's back. But then he shows, he explains, um, he shows Leia's lightsaber, which was super cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, in the EU, though, it was red. It was like pink, like ruby color. Okay. No. But her lightsaber looked really cool. Yeah. Like her, the actual the, like handle. The, and then showing them, showing them train, too. And yeah. I know you have to use CGI, but still having them... I think it was a great idea to have the blast shield down, except for the five seconds. Yeah. Right. Well, they absolutely did that because, you know, De Niro to, like, de-age these people. Mm-hmm. But can, can I just say, I think Luke catching the lightsaber and saying, oh, Jedi, like, the lightsaber is the Jedi's most important weapon, was definitely, like, that should have been a look into the camera moment. It would be like, Ryan Johnson, this is the most important weapon. No one would just toss this behind their back. Yeah. That was an absolute <laughs> shot across the bow like that. Yeah. But I, I mean that... Shows some respect. That also <laughs> shows, like on a more serious note, that shows how Luke grew as a person in that film. Yeah, the arc. Yeah, where he finally realizes the error of his ways, and that's why he's trying to tell Ray like, he even says, like, I was a fool. I was consumed by fear. Like, I you can't let... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a great teaching moment. Right. Because he said he shouldn't have hid there like <laughs> she did. Yeah. God. Like, she wanted to. Because she's like, I want to stay here in exile like you did. And he's like, no. That's a bad idea. No, nah, bruh. Because I think Luke Skywalker could have stopped it all had he not done that. Yeah, well, well I, you, I think that was You know, the point, he could yeah. have also stopped it if instead of trying to murder his nephew in his sleep, he'd be like, bro, I had a vision. Can we talk? Which, which by the way, was super in character. Of Luke? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, totally. Oh, 100%. That's, well, he that's sarcasm, admitted, ladies and gentlemen. He even admitted in 8 that he was consumed by fear. Like, yeah. even it was at his fault. Um, I know, like, we hopped back and forward, but the second act, Babu Frick. <laughs> best new best character. character. Best, best new yeah. character. Best new Him character. And the little droid I thought was cute. Happy. <laughs> um, but I think his name is Dio. Yeah. Like the band. Mm-hmm. Like the person. But um, Babu Frick and C three C three PO I think stole the whole movie. Oh he yeah. Was his funniest movie. Yeah. He was like in the other movies he was annoying. Like in Empire he was annoying. But in this movie he's <laughs> hilarious. And then he goes, but oh. also annoying. Right, but it's but it's funny. Well, it's he goes he goes, Babu Frick, my my oldest friend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when they're in the quicksand and like they're all like, Is everybody alright? He's like, I know nobody asked, but I'm okay. <laughs> can I can I just say my favorite new character of, of everyone in the entire thing is when they're on that desert planet and uh Billy D oh, yeah. like they bring him on and then Billy <laughs> D is like <laughs> Billy D is like, get us out of here, and then the character turns around, okay. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. There's a lot of like little unintentional comedy in that movie. That was 100. percent That was so funny. Oh, yeah. It was like a Muppet. It was yeah. great. <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> okay. Okay. That other like slug monster too on the uh, oh, on the Falcon. Yeah, the Falcon. He got the hug at the end, and then he didn't know how to hug him, and he was just like, eh, okay. Yeah. But he lived. He fought the war. I really want to know what happened to. Uh, 
Nub yup, nub. Yup, yup. You know, <laughs> yeah, the Carillion Corvette landed. It did. Yeah. All right. That, that dude needs more appreciation. <laughs> so like, he's a meme, but that dude destroyed a Death Star. He killed Star Killer Base. Yeah. He and he blew up the Final Order fleet. Oh, it is. Dude's a legend. It is, I believe, confirmed that he is twenty years old when he blew up the Death Star. That's how he's still alive. Dude, he wasn't 50. even in his How prime. is he not the chosen one? Dude, <laughs> he's the greatest fighter pilot in the, the galaxy. galaxy. In the EU, he has this like expanded lore where him and Lando own like mining companies. And oh, of course. it's like this whole big thing, but I'm glad he's still like trucking as a as a pilot in in these movies. Everybody talks about like Anakin or Wedge as the best like pilot no yum like, yum no yeah seriously like he doesn't get enough credit no dude dude pull up more things <laughs> yeah and who knows throughout the time like how many countless like star destroyers and all this other stuff he's pulling up too mm-hmm. how, how big of a role in the eu does he have is he like doing this crap all the time and the wedge has a bigger role but yeah well he has wedge has his own series of books shout out to rogue squadron yeah Wedge does. Uh, Yum Yum, he does have a pretty big one, but not as big as Wedge. Like, Wedge is leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. So a lot of people that I talk to have a problem with the Star Destroyers. Having them be old? Well, the people are like, well, where'd they come from? I was like, they've been there the whole time. They, yeah. Well, they were, they were built. They've to literally me, they were been built. being built over, like, 20 years. No, but weren't they from the Sith Empire? The Sith Empire was on the planet. Right, but I'm saying, weren't they there, put there like thousands of years? No. Uh, the original so. Sith Empire? No, because there would have not been a way, because the Star Destroyers are based off of the clone ships. Uh, so but so he's been building it this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, I, again, it's one of those things that you kind of have to just be like, just, just believe us. Do you know they made, <laughs> you know, this movie made Revan from KOTOR canon? I don't notice where that happened. I heard that, but so I, I don't know. each Star Destroyer. So there's a. I just learned this today, actually. Mm. So there's this. Uh, each movie that comes out has a book companion with it, and it kind of just tells you like facts oh, yeah. about the movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's fully canon. Each ship, each Star Destroyer was named after a previous Sith Lord, and one of them that was attacked and destroyed was the was the Revan fleet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So each one has a name, and that's, that's really why they're cool. all named after a Sith Lord. So the Revan right. Fleet was one of the ones that was destroyed. That's pretty cool. So we know he is canon. Somehow. Cool. But, I mean, the, the whole scene was cool. And then, like, having them now each have, like, Death Star-sized cannons was also pretty dope. Because now they're, like, they're all a threat. It makes, it makes sense. Well, I don't think if they're Tie Fighters get hyperdrives, now we could put now we can shrink the Death Star cannon and put it on Star Destroyers. Yeah. That's something that I know people were just like, "What?" And again, it's like you just gotta trust us. <laughs> it all leads down to the final battle with with Ray, Ben, and the Emperor. Wait, do you want to? Before that happens, did you not tear up when all the ships came? And like when every when all of Poe's like uh, lieutenants and people under him were dying and they were screaming in the thing. Porkins like, what, Jr. Like, <laughs> like what do we do? What like what do we do? And he's just like I don't know. And he's like about to give up. 
Then you hear Lando, and then he zooms up, and you see all these ships coming. I, I wasn't goosebumps. A, that, and tears. that was a that was a goosebumps moment yeah, for me. Oh, I teared up. I was like, Lando, man, you did it! And like that was, all these ships came. That was like um, it wasn't as, and Babu Frick and Babu Frick. <laughs> that wasn't as significant as uh, like the Avenger scene when oh, yeah, everybody yeah. walks through the portals. Where like in Avengers, I was like, fuck yeah! But like this one, I was kind of like, hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, having um. You know, Poe's ex-girlfriend show up, too. It was nice. Little Bob Frick. How'd she get a Y-Wing? Stole it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. You were saying about the... So, the final battle. What do you guys think about that? That would have been cool if there was a lightsaber fight. But yeah. I guess it was a little but homage I mean, to the 3 Emperor was kind of like GLaDOS, where he's <laughs> from Portal, where he's just like on a... On a machine, just walking around. I mean, showing his power and Sith lightning all the ships was cool. And it was like, all right, I get it. And then him, when he was young, though, could have fought. Like, when he, like, youthed up, mm-hmm. he could have fought youthed with a lightsaber. Up. I don't think he had a lightsaber. But the 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 Sith lightning to raise two sabers and then having him, like, evaporate, I thought was cool. Homage to three and six yep and then i just wish that kylo had more of a role i think the line where he threw kylo in the pit and was like hilarious and was like uh, i i was thrown in a pit and now i'm gonna do the same the last skywalker and i was like all right dude and then he does it um i felt like kylo hold on the knights of ren i feel like i wish would have gotten more of a backstory on one who they were were they the padawans that that were with luke that he just kept yep is that confirmed? No. Yeah, he talks about an innate. He said Ren gathered up a bunch of the Padawans and started doing his own thing. It's almost alluded that they're behind the Knights of Ren. So then why don't they have lightsabers? Why does one have a giant like cleaver and everybody it's else more has metal? I get. I mean, literally, but yeah. <laughs> why? I don't know. They don't have any dialogue. They don't really do much except get a bunch of people killed in you know missions. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they showed them again and they talked about them and they again did more. for the first time. Well, they showed them in the flashback. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. And the first, or sorry, like episode seven, you see them. But yeah, there's little to no point to the Knights of Ren in any of the movies. Like who, kind of henchmen. Who are him. they? Why are they called Ren? Knights of Ren. Like a little bit of backstory. I think it's coming out a comic though. Oh my god! But I don't care. I know. Like, but they should have been in a movie. If you want something explained, or if you're gonna like point something out like that. Put it in the movie. Like, that's why... No, I, I disagree. I think that Star Star Wars EU is pretty much the place where if you want to learn more about something, that's where you go. Yeah, but the majority of the fans, like myself, who, like, I'm, I don't play the games. I never watched, like, Clones or Rebels. I'm not going to read any, like, EU things. Like, just put it in the movie. I'm No, I, I've, I've been waiting for it. Now that they're all out, I'm going to, like, binge them all at the same time. Okay. So... Yeah, I agree. You should put in a movie something like that. When you have like characters like like that's the problem with Grievous, which we'll get into in the other one. They don't explained well. They were just kind of there, and it's like cool, but give us more. It's and they always been a problem. With they Star should have been Wars, more though. badass though. Ren, I get it. He's stronger than them, but they should have like you they should have had fighting. a fight to validate themselves. Exactly, yeah. and they didn't do that. They were just kind of there. I agree with that. And I also think that could have been an interesting thing. And, you know, there's only there's always room on Disney Plus 
to be like, you know, these people not caught in the family Skywalker drama are just like, yeah, well, we're going to straight up leave. I think that could like, like them joining the first order is like interesting. Like that could be an interesting story. Mm-hmm. It could. And they should do that. What did you think of the fight? I thought the fight was good. So what I do have a problem with is how it all ended at the end of the fight. Personally, and this, I don't know if it's a hot take or not, I would have rather have seen Ray die than Ben. Oh, I would have. I have a way of how I should this should have ended. I have. I understand why they killed Ben. It's in terms of like the whole like Skywalker saga. It's to finally redeem himself, like Vader did, and bring him to the light. Which something that I thought of after I watched it the first time. So each trilogy has a Skywalker dealing with the dark side in different ways. In the first trilogy, it has Anakin succumbing to the dark side. In the second trilogy, Luke resists the dark side and is able to overcome his struggles and help his father become redeemed. And in the third trilogy, you have Ben, who's already in the dark side, but is tortured with the fact that he doesn't, he isn't, he's stuck there and doesn't know how to redeem himself. And at the end, he finally is able to go back to the light side. And Ben did the one thing that Anakin and Vader couldn't bring somebody back from the dead and bring oh yeah that's a good point wow. what he the whole point of vader turning to the dark side to save padme ben figured out how to do it saved ray and he did bring balance to the force he did mm-hmm. by leaving a palpatine around <laughs> the whole i mean like i guess the skywalkers really did bring balance in between father son and nephew yeah but i would have much rather have him around than ray personally but now she's a skywalker too i'm a skywalker mm. i mean the yellow lightsaber at the end was cool yeah like but... everybody wanted to see a different color for so long and it's like dope you got yellow well i'm glad that yellow is finally and now you got your stupid staff and now it's has and a it's purpose a, it looks like it's a double lightsaber too they kind of cut off the yeah. bottom but it looks like it has the same like head but it's like when she was being attacked by her evil self she was like that's, That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And um, it folds? What? <laughs> but per- I also think that I would have much rather have them both alive or neither of them alive. Because I think having neither of them alive brings the message of the restoration, the balance of the force is there. Romeo and Juliet. Because we now not, we don't have any, any like Jedi or Sith. It's the ultimate balance of the force. Calling it, he put a force baby in her. No. When he kissed her, when they kissed at the end. I've never kissed a girl before. And then when he brought her back, and then he's like putting his hand on her stomach, puts a little. No, he's little, transferring the final life energy that yes, Ray gave into him. her, what and then he the just had a little bit more, and he like put that? a little bit of sperm in there. And was like, here you go. Mike just you're a really Skywalker. wants immaculate consent. <laughs> now you're a true Skywalker. And like, and this Skywalker, the fourth fourth generation, will be born just like Anakin. Well, there's no powers. more Skywalker anymore. The bloodline's dead. Yeah, nah, wait another ten years and we'll see what happens when, oh, I yeah. need, when they need some money. House of Mouse. What, Disney? Need money? House of Mouse was like, let's make the first trillion dollar movie. <laughs> yeah. But I understand why 
Ben was dead in order to fully complete the arc. Mm-hmm. And he's Force Ghost. Yeah. So he, he technically went to heaven. <laughs> Force heaven. Jedi equivalent. Force heaven. But he didn't go to Sith hell. I don't know. That's... I well, I also Kylo Ren's the best character in this trilogy. He's uh, the most original. original yeah. He's probably the most original character in the entire. You don't like saga. Rose? I don't like. <laughs> I don't like how they treated Rose in this movie. No, they completely ignored her. Well, no, Rose, you coming? Ah, nah, I'm just gonna stay far away from the main story <laughs> just so people don't get mad. I need to study. Yeah. For what? Study. <laughs> The way I would have ended it would have been Ray succumbing to the dark side, like in the vision. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren killing her, and finally like ending it. Her kind of like struggling internally, and then realizing like it's the only way, and then have Kylo kill her. This is the way. <clears throat> and then Kylo cannot go back to the Resistance or to the New Republic because of what he what he did and he's essentially like a mass murderer like vader so war criminal yeah so he he goes off and he is true balance both light and dark side he goes off and then he starts training new people i guess find that kid with the broom in episode eight (laughs) and then he goes well what are we and he goes well because we're not jedi because we're both good and bad he says he goes we're skywalkers and then that's your new thing you're balanced purely balanced characters of warriors and only a super select few people can do it and they're called skywalkers and that's how you get rise of skywalker and that's how i would have done it i don't hate it and have babu frick be important <laughs> sorry i'm just as you were describing that i'm literally just thinking about how like marvel with like infinity war like does like war better than star wars now um i don't think so no, I mean each movie did have an awesome dogfight, and there was, the dogfight at the end was great. And I think that in war, like that aspect, aspect, they 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 nailed in the dogfight. I think Rogue One still might have the best dogfight than than six. Yeah, but absolutely. But this the dogfight was great. All right. Okay. You have a list of, of things you want to bring up? Yes, I have a list of things I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah, so this is just like random things that I remember from the movie and things I just want to talk about. I guess I'll start at the bottom and talk about like the, the final fight scene. Um, Ray killing Palpatine basically made no sense within the movie's own canon because Palpatine was like, you know, once you kill me, I'm just going to become a part of you and like we'll be a part of you forever. But he didn't kill he, Palpatine he didn't kill him. technically he, killed himself. He technically killed himself. Yeah, but Grey kind of still killed him. He's kind of dead. It was more of self-defense rather than it in an act of hate. Yeah. Which <clears throat> is the whole point of why he wanted him her to kill him. I do not know if I agree with that. All same, right. same thing like when Mace Windu, we was doing it and then it was bouncing back and like killing him aging him scarring him yeah this kind of did the same thing just rapidly and just killed him i think mace windu would have ended up killing him had they waited longer well he would have ended up killing him if you know anakin didn't cut off his arm yeah and push him <laughs> off a hundred story building <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, Palpatine when he got like you know all renewed and he got his finger back, like his fingers back and stuff. And, man, he had on some fresh robes. No, I, like, I, that I, was tight. I, yeah, I saw that and it was like the the red velvet too. And I was just yeah. like, okay, you're right. That part didn't make sense. God, that is so clean. His clothes shouldn't have rejuvenated. Yo, you coming back to life? You gotta be dripping. <laughs> um, Poe, not a great general. Not really good because they were just. That like, was really shitty. Like, like, Lando, literally yeah. his first day on the job. Lando, like, Lando should have led that because I did it once. Because yeah. basically, I like the do it again. Like basically, like Poe, Poe is just like everyone is screaming like right before like Lando and his whole fleet comes and like Poe, what do we do? And Poe's like, and he's literally apologized. Yeah. yeah, he had one, he had one command where it was just stay alive. Yeah. He's like, excellent, sir. I'll get right on it. Do whatever you gotta do. Just don't die. Um. Okay. I, I guess staying like at the end of that. Um. Who were the people in the crowd for Palpatine? Uh, Sith. Sith, uh, like, supporters and followers. The people that were building the Star Destroyers. Remember they talked about it when they found the that guy's speeder in the yes. sand pit? And he goes into the emblem of Sith Loyalists. They're Sith Loyalists. <sighs> okay. Probably sure. natives of that planet who were just consumed by the dark side. I didn't think it was necessary. Neither did I. That's why I brought it up. We had to have yeah. somebody building all that stuff. That's true, I you guess. You don't need to have them around. What? They're just they're your they're your supporters. Um, just an overall note, I think it is very, very clear and obvious that JJ brought back Palpatine simply because Ryan Johnson killed off Snoke and he pro- I can like envision JJ Abrams like sitting in the movie theater and like Snoke gets cut in half and he just kinda leans back and he's like, Well what the fuck am I gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kinda liked the way that they if you rewatch the way that he is murdered, it's kind of done really well. That Snoke is murdered? Yes. I mean, yeah, no, no, I'm no, not disagreeing with that. It doesn't make I'm, sense. I'm just saying, like, to kill him in the second movie of a trilogy doesn't. Like, you set him up to be the. Have Kylo Ren be the final end boss. You set him yeah, up. Then to... you don't need Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm agreed. It wasn't set... necessary. I mean, but in, in seven, you set up Snoke to be this thing, and then just to have him die in eight, and it's like, well, what do we do now? Have Kylo Ren be the. Like. Well, I'm wondering if they're <laughs> well, ever going to supremely. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're I'm, ever going to say what their intentions were because I the original have, intention was not to make Palpatine come back. I would have loved to see Ryan Johnson's idea of nine, just to see what his final vision of the product was. I mean, if he's going to break it all down, it would have been bad. But I don't know. Nice it would have been consistent with the previous movie. If you would. In my mind, I think it would have been something like the Captain America trilogy. Because the first Captain America was kind of like, okay, we're setting all this up. The second Captain America was, okay, we're breaking everything down, as in, like, no more shields. And, yeah, but, you know. But every- all those movies are connected. Yeah. Like, Avengers, what, what happens is- in Avengers matters in all of them. What happens in some of the other ones matter to the others. So, it's, I mean, that's how Star Wars should be, but that's how this wasn't treated. Well, that's yeah, how any what, trilogy should be. But that's what I'm saying, is that, like, overall, it should have been build-up. Eight broke it down, and it's like, well, this was a build-up, but I didn't really like this build-up. Can I, can I get back to my list? Go yeah. for it. Uh, the, the, who was the girl who, like, wore the mask the entire Carrie time? Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Yeah, um, I would not be surprised if that was not her 90% of the time. Like, if it was just, like, an actress in a suit, and she just, like... Besides the one part where she showed her eyes, she just overdubbed everything. 
Poe's girlfriend? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're saying that was her in the suit the whole time? I'm saying it was not her. Oh, it was not. Oh, Probably absolutely not. not. Yeah. She just voiced it. Yeah. Just the way James Earl Jones wasn't in the Darth Vader costume. Yeah, exactly. Except for that one part where they lifted up the visor. Yeah, that's her. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty sweet gig, if you ask me. Yeah. Sure, she got paid nicely. Yeah. Uh, General Hux, through and through, was a dick. Yeah. Like, completely. I love... But having him just die after being the spy was just like, well... I love his motivation for being the spy, though. I don't want you to win. I just don't want my enemy to win. <laughs> well, he's like, I don't care if you win. He goes, I just don't want Carl to win. Yeah. Yeah. The enemy of the enemy is my friend. Yeah. Uh, Hux, I think, was better in 7. And then... Yeah, 7 was definitely his best movie. And then 8, he was a sniveling went... dolt. Yeah. And then 9, he was a dolt, but he didn't have enough screen time to... No, they made that other guy... Um, more important. Yeah. The other Probably general. Admiral, like, Luck or Ruck or something. Puck, sure. I think. Pike. Pike? No, it's Star Trek. No. Yeah. Intern! <laughs> um, and then my last thing, Chewie finally got his medal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's nice fan service. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, people like complain about the fan service, but I think the best fan service was, you got Wedge is still alive. Oh, <laughs> the way I flipped out when I saw him, I was like, it's about "That was great." It was like yeah. a nice, it was a nod, it was tasteful. It didn't matter. The yellow lightsaber, mm-hmm. Chewie getting the medal, like none of it matters. It's just like, oh yay, finally some closure. Like what happened? I think those are the big three that I could think of. Oh, it was everywhere in the movie, though. I mean, it was, but I'm trying to think of, like the major, major points that people wanted to see. What would have been really cool at the end? If you saw the Outrider flying with those ships. Which one's that? Dash Rendar ship from Shadows of the Empire. Jesus Christ. Um, yes, maybe, it would have been really cool, Mike. Nice fan service, man. man. You know, you never know. There was like a million ships that like rode up at the end. Maybe yeah, there was, was a bunch there. of Easter eggs in it. Yeah. Like the Rebels. Yeah. General Pride. Yes. Thank you, intern. He just handed me this piece of paper. <laughs> That's Richard Grant? Wow. Yeah. Is he in the original movies or no? Uh, Intern! <laughs> well, let's find out. He did um, say, like, I served you in the old war. In the yeah, old that's, that's, that's what I was like. No. No. Well, when they do a special edition, they'll probably just throw him in the background now. <laughs> CGI in him. Yeah. Overall, I don't know. I'm sticking with it. I, when I, I loved it. I liked it a lot. I think it was a good way to end. The ending, the very last scene... Where they paid, like, the, I guess that's fan service, too. The homage to Luke looking out the two sons in Tatooine. <laughs> and I was like, all right. The whole lightsaber thing had me cracking up. Because he... Her burying it? So, she buries both Luke and Leia's saber at the ranch. But Leia was never there. She grew up on Alderaan. So, like... And then I just had me thinking, like... Why is she bur- Why doesn't she bury him at like Leia's like home planet? And it was just like, oh, oh right, yeah. it's a piece of rubble. <laughs> so then I imagined like her and Chewie flying the Falcon. She's just like, hold on, rolls down the window and chucks <laughs> Leia's lightsaber into space and then just flies off. Oh also, God. Chewbacca's two hundred fifty years old. Yeah, yeah, dude's a, dude's legit. I mean, he was a he was a young man in Solo. Yeah, like sixty. No. <laughs> No, he was like 200 and so on. He was in episode 3. Yes, he was. He was 200. And he's Yo- one of Yoda's best friends. Friend. Old friends. Yeah. In episode 3, 
is he's talking to a Wookiee and he's just like, I'll, I hope to see you again, my friend, Chewbacca. And it's just like, <laughs> and that's like a look in the camera. But I mean, C-3PO's old friend, Babu Frick. Yes. <laughs> Him just being in Carrie Russell's lap at the end. It was like, yes. It was like, Babu Frick didn't die. <laughs> I think he's cute in Baby Yoda staying right now. I guess I'll have to watch The Mandalorian and actually decide for myself. Well, I'm sure you've seen what Baby Yoda looks like. Yeah, I know what he looks like. I liked, uh, I've seen the like the scene on YouTube of like Baby Yoda like flicking the thing and then The Mandalorian is like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick story about Baby Yoda. So my mom, who's a really big Yoda fan, thinks <laughs> that he's super cute, thinks that the way he talks is really like adorable and all that. So, like, we're at a Christmas party, and, like, I'm talking to some people about the Mandalorian, and my mom just goes, I think Baby Yoda's ugly. And, like, the party just stopped. <laughs> like, it was the scene where, like, the record just scratches, scratches <laughs> and everybody's like, what? Wait, so and she thinks old Yoda looks cuter than yeah. Baby Yoda? And so, like, she's just like, yeah, Baby Yoda's eyes are just really weird. He looks just like an alien, and it's just like... And old Yoda doesn't? <laughs> the one other thing I would have done different and would have liked a little bit better was instead of seeing just Luke and Leia at the end on Tatooine, if she saw everybody. Like, you just saw a sea of blue, and it was just all, all the Jedi from forever. That would have been cool. And like you that got, would have been a bitch to get everybody schedules. I mean, you would have just had, had a day to show up and you would just had to get the main ones like Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Samuel L. Yoda. No, nope, yeah, but she not also Ewan McGregor. It would have had to be Alan Guinness. Alec Guinness. No, you Alec could have showed him at any point in their life. You could have no, been Hayden Christensen you too. You do it when no. they die. Or cuz Anakin Really? Cuz Anakin died. Anakin died on Mustafar. Not really. And then Vader was born. And then what? He came back to life at the end of Jedi. No, because he was a force ghost. Right. Yeah. So he would have been a force ghost the whole time. That does, your theory is flawed. It doesn't make no. sense. No. No, no, because in the, in the new George Lucas edit, it's... Hayden Christensen. It, yeah, yes. it's Hayden, exactly. Like, you just made the point. Is that... Do, do is you this, understand? You no, know, I get it. I yeah. get what you're saying. But, I mean, you could have had Alec Guinness show up. Sure. No, you can't. Why? You could have just done what they did with Leia and just put him in there. I mean, yeah, you could have. You could. But then you would have also had to gotten, like, Liam Neeson, fucking Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson. Ahsoka. The, yeah, but the, but the thing is, like, also... I mean, the CG and the other two are still alive. Ray, yeah, but you... A, Ray didn't know any of them besides Luke and Leia, and B, I mean, was, was that really necessary? Yeah, he would have just showed everybody, like, all the generations, and now they live in her. With a pregnant belly of Kylo Ren's baby. Mm. I mean, I would have much fun. rather a pregnant belly of natural means, because they would have made beautiful, beautiful babies. <laughs> I mean, who's Is Adam this? Driver single? And turn! <laughs> who's to say they couldn't be? <laughs> have a beautiful child. Probably J.J. Abrams. Through the Force. <laughs> and, you know... Hayden Christensen was a handsome man, and he was a fourth baby. We don't know that. We're pretty sure. Didn't an angel... Give Jesus Shmi the kid. <laughs> We're gonna do a episode on the original, the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, the new trilogy, and then one on the other movies such as Solo, Rogue One, and Mandalorian, and whatever 
whatever else that's canon that matters. Um, the books apparently are a little too much, and somebody here doesn't like to read. So there's a lot of books, and a lot of them are bad. Yeah, and now they're not considered canon anymore. So but yeah, it's just no, fan fiction. The now. new ones. Oh, the new ones. Yeah. The new EU. Oh, there's a lot of bad new books. <laughs> So, to be fair, there's a lot of bad old books. Though. That'll come soon, probably closer to the time when this one comes out on video, so that way we can watch them all. Can, can we also say, I'm just, I'm good with Star Wars right now for a few years. Just, like, take a break, let this settle in. I don't know what other movies that they have It's the Boba Fett movie! I thought that that turned into The Mandalorian. But the Obi Wan movie. That, that's that going to be on Disney Plus. Thank God. God. Yeah. We need. So like, we need some time after that. Just like, let's take a break. Let's make. Let's make it special again. Cool. So 2022 is that? Please stop. No. That's when the next one is slated to come out. Really? 2022. What? What's gonna? What do out? you guys want the next Star Wars movie to be? Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That's what I mean. I want it to be the origins of the Jedi and Sith, or the first people to actually learn how to control the Force. Ooh, both of those are really, really good. Do you know what I was thinking about as, like, an idea? <laughs> this, this is not being uh, talked about. The Ujjan Vong, but you would need to do these characters in that, because you couldn't show up with new characters, because the Ujjan Vong would be a trilogy by itself. Okay. You know well, you know who that is? Nope. Nope. It's invading force from outside the galaxy okay because you know how they never leave the galaxy mm-hmm. well somebody figures out how to leave galaxies and they come from an invading place and that's what i would pick but i i think both of yours should be trilogies or should be done at some point but we know kotor is going to happen i would like Ooh. a book of luke training leia to become a jedi i thought that would that was really cool a that book? was fan service yes it was because that was in the eu but it was also good fan. Like, it was good. None of the... I don't think mon- much of the fans were... None of it was really bad. Like, it, it, it was I, just thrown in there. But, like, it was not of it wasn't necessary, but it was nice to see. As much as I love the Chewie thing, getting the medal, it's a little unnecessary. A little no, very much so. But, yeah. I mean, it was nice. It was, like, good for you. Yeah. Everybody's been saying it for years. and then You, you deserve it, it, buddy. <laughs> I, it's his participation trophy. <laughs> I've never seen... I've never, like, seen this idea floated around... But I would just like to see just like a regular family like living in the Star Wars universe and maybe they're under like, you know, like stormtrooper order, like like basically living in like a military state and just like see what the lives of like a regular like. So the beginning kind of, of World War No, because they're not regular because that guy like built the Death Star and stuff. Or just like a, like a, just like an average family, but the thing is, like I know that there ha- needs to be some sort of like quote unquote magic, like force or like action in it. No, but no. I just Rogue One, Mandalorian. Mm, no, but well, you need some. You need action. You need something to yeah. happen. But like I just want to like explore like what what is in this universe because the thing is like uh, to me the problem with Star Wars fans is they need A, B, and C to happen, and you need to like start drilling in their heads. Hey, look every single movie that's that's not gonna be it we can't keep doing this unless it's gonna get stale until it kind of already has well i there is a trilogy coming out and i'm not sure if it's the ryan johnson one it's explores a region of the galaxy that hasn't been explored before and it's something completely unrelated to everything else so 
I don't know if that's still a thing or if they turn into Old Republic, but something like that I think will happen. Yeah. I'm about it. But that might be better served as a show. Yeah. I think a lot of Star Wars content is probably better suited for a show because the universe is already developed, but it's very vague. Like, let's, like, take a more deeper dive than two and a half hours on... Well, now that you like, now that you have... Now that Mandalorian is successful and that you know you can have House of Mouse money behind this project, you can do it. It's something that's doable. They've talked about a Star Wars live-action show for forever, but I think now... With all that money and power and push, they can do it. Mm-hmm. They've done it with Mandalorian. I think they can do it with whatever they want. So, let us know what you think about Rise of Skywalker. What letter grade would you give it? Um, Where can they do that? Check us out at Pop Culture Fed. And then, as the time of this recording, it's still 2019. When it's posted, it will be 2020. And in 2020, we will have Facebook and Instagram. <gasps> Mars. No. Check us out. Let us know what you think. And as our send-off, which of the new trilogy movies is your favorite? Go. The Force Awakens, without a doubt. I agree. Force Awakens. Same here. But, yeah. I'm going to have... I did also didn't want to have a 10-minute conversation about Last Jedi. But I do like Last Jedi also. But Force Awakens is the best. All right. All right. Well, guys, before we officially leave tonight, let's all say our favorite Rose Tico line. Uh, Finn's not Finn, Finn's not on the ship. That's how we win with hope. Even if it hurt for just a little bit, we got him. That's from Last Jedi. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro didn't show up. By, by the way, uh, what you call it? No, absolutely no hate. I think her name is like Kelly Marie Tran. Like, no hate on her at all. She's a good actress. That, yeah, no, she's good. It's just that the writing for her sucks. Yeah, it, yeah. Her character, I mean, I no. think... It didn't the, help the, that she was a part of the worst story arc in all of Star Wars with right. the Canto stuff. Uh, all right. That's it. Check us, uh, check us out at Pop Culture Fed and let us know your thoughts. I'm Ron. I'm Mikey. I'm Matt. Save Vader. Bye, Mom. <laughs> <laughs>